Do you love The Bachelor franchise? Ah, uh, the romance, the adventure, the drama. But do you also kind of hate The Bachelor franchise? Oh yeah. The sexism, the racism, the intense heteronormativity of it all. Here at Date Card, we're just two obsessed queerdos who love to dissect, talk shit, and get blocked by problematic contestants. Yeah, we're here for the good, the bad, and the chad of it all. You can find us on Soblo Media, iTunes, and Spotify. Please, Please accept, accept this rose! A Playlist Original ready to be petty welcome back to another episode of rtbp i'm so glad you're here today i have two very special guests as per usual i say that every week and i mean it but i have dawn and Cher from my super sweet 16 on mtv exiled and smothered on tlc and we're chatting about mother-daughter relationships their experiences with reality tv and how they form such a close, tight-knit bond together. It's a big love fest. Um, they were so nice and authentic and real and exactly what you would expect from them from the TV show. So it was really nice to get to know them a little bit more. But I do want to say that is a, also a content warning. I know that mother-daughter relationships can sometimes be difficult. Any parent-child relationship in particular so you know if that's a sensitive topic for you just take care of yourselves uh we just talk about you know how the the possibilities of being close to your mom is really special but I totally get that that's not a reality for everybody so just wanted to give a little bit of a warning up from I am somewhere in Europe <laughs> right now so this was pre-recorded um, at the end of September one last update and then we'll get to the show uh, this Thursday on the patreon patreon.com slash podcast I am talking to one of my best friends from high school Kenzie Cates and we're talking about Taylor Swift's feuds but where there was like a call and response video so think so think John Mayer Kanye West Katy Perry where they both had songs about each other so that's going to be super fun that'll be out on Thursday on my Patreon okay let's get to the show here is my conversation with Cher and Dawn I'm back with two very special guests, Cher and Dawn from TLC's Smothered, but previously on My Super Sweet 16 and Exiled. Cher and Dawn, how are you both doing? We're great. great. Yeah, so <laughs> excited to be here and chatting with you. Yeah, to get into it. Nice. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about your podcast because you are both podcast hosts what can people expect if they tune into Chattermouth <laughs> definitely yes our podcast is called Chattermouth podcast because my mom and I just chatter all the time it's a mother and daughter podcast however 
We talk about everything and anything and nothing is off limits between my mom and I. We talk about anything from relationships to sex to current events and we interview some of the most amazing people with such interesting stories. And on every episode, you get some advice, some motherly advice from our guests and from ourselves. And honestly, we're just here to let you in on our lives behind the TV shows that we've been on so that our, you know, our fans and followers can just really get to know us on a whole new level. And also you get mm. different perspectives of a 60 year old woman and a 32 mm. year old woman. Yeah. So different ideas, different viewpoints mm-hmm. on things. Yes. That's so cool. And do you find because you are in different like age brackets, but obviously I'm sure a lot of like Dawn's wisdom and advice has has passed down to you, Cher. But do you find that, and like I I might, spoiler alert, might know the answer to this, but do you find that you agree on most topics or like do you learn something from each other? I feel like we're always learning from each other, honestly. We are very similar, but like also very different. My mom is constantly, my mom's obsessed with skincare and she teaches me everything Mm. I know about skincare and all also tells our viewers all about it. I mean, my mom's six, you know, in her 60s and she looks wonderful. Um, And she's always teaching me new things. And I'm always teaching her new things about like social media, about current events. And so I think having that understanding from someone who's older and feels like she's been there, done that. um, And and me, I'm going through motherhood right now. We definitely, um, I learn a lot from my mom, but sometimes we butt heads as well. And we try not to like hide anything and try to just be as real as we can be, especially on our podcast, because that's kind of like our safe zone. It's our time where we can Mm -hmm. just talk about anything. And like we have our cup of coffee, no interruptions, and we just chat and we love it. What about you mentioned like nothing's off Mm -hmm. limits? I feel like we're kind of jumping into it already, (laughs) but what do you suggest for like parent-child relationships or like how do you get to a point where you're comfortable talking about anything? I think it really starts from the beginning. You just, you communicate, you let your daughter or your son speak to you about anything and make them feel comfortable no matter what they come to you for. You know, I mean, she spoke to me early about sex and and, mm-hmm. and I didn't like say, oh, don't talk to me about that. And I said, you know, I, I listened, even though inside I was like, oh boy, <laughs> maybe a little <laughs> too much, but I never said that to her. So I made her yeah. comfortable. And the more comfortable she got speaking to me, the more she spoke more about things to me. And shared, are those pieces that you're hoping to pass on to your, your daughter? Yeah, definitely. So a lot of people might feel, especially after being on the show Smothered, a lot of people feel that my mom and I are just like too close. But in my opinion, there should never be like too close with your mom or your daughter. Like your mom is the person who's been there for you through your worst times and hopefully cheered you on through your best times. And I love the relationship I have with my mom. And I just only hope I can have that, you know, with my daughter as well. Like my mom's my best friend. I talk to her about everything because I feel that there there's like a no judgment zone with her. And I want my daughter to feel that she can come to me, even though maybe I'll be cringing inside when she asks me the <laughs> questions that I used to ask my mom. Like I came to her, I'm like, mom, what's a blowjob? Like, like it's, and thinking back, like how did she answer it without just cracking up? And like, I know I'll feel 
feel that way with my daughter, but I would rather her come to me than go to her friends and maybe learn something not so good or, you know, and so I want to be there to put her on the right path as I feel that my mom did for me as well. That's yeah. so nice. <laughs> Thanks. So let's chat about how I first were in was introduced to you too. So you were both on my super sweet 16 on MTV and I'm 30. So I was watching your season like we we're around the same yeah. age and like it was just it took the world by storm. Like it was so you know, it was so interesting. And um, I just remember I have two sisters and we would, you know, the song, the Hillary Duff song would come on and we would just, (laughs) yes. And we would just like go absolutely crazy. It was, it was, ugh, we just like ate up every episode. So So, did you watch my episode back in the day? Yes. It's, yes. Okay. So the, the things, I'll tell you the things that I really, really remember. But I did rewatch it before this podcast. Yeah. But the things that I really remember are um, when you went to school with the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that just like stuck out in my head. Like out of all of like, like you were in season yes. four. Both of you were in season four. And like that stuck out like <laughs> within all of the seasons so like cool. it was just so wild and then I definitely remember the Mardi Gras theme that really also did s- stick out and yeah I just think like you're and you talk about this a little bit also with Exiled which is uh the next show that you were on but like how the show you know tried to play up like very spoiled children I don't think you came off spoiled like I think that that's the thing that I I really enjoy about you two is like obviously came from a privileged wealthy background but you both come off so down to earth so grateful for um the life that you live and even when I was re-watching the show yeah just like the liveliness of of your family and and yeah, yeah the episode it was just it really stayed with oh, me well thank oh, you so, so much for saying that I really <laughs> yes. appreciate that. that's so sweet you know it was actually very scary going on this show I remember I was going to be having this big birthday party anyways and I had seen MTV's My Super Sweet 16 and I was like you know I always thought it'd be so fun to like do something in front of the camera I was having this big birthday party anyways I'm like oh I'm just gonna apply my dad was like you'll never get on this show so many people (laughs) apply to be on it and when I was actually cast in the show he didn't want me to do the show because he was like all these he, people are going to make you look so bad. All the other No, and he says a lot of them are very spoiled and they're bratty and that's mm-hmm. not you, Cher. And, he, and we say, well, it's yeah. not going to show that way because well, she's not yeah. bratty and she's not spoiled. So, you know, we're going to be true to ourselves on the show. And also, I wanted to show people, like, it's okay to have nicer things, but you don't have to, like, be a bratty about it. You don't have to be mean about right. it. You can be grateful and thankful and you can, you know – you know, have that as well. And so, um, well, we ended up doing the show. It was a wonderful experience, but I was so scared watching it. You never know what they're going to show or how they'll edit you or any of that. And it's crazy. They filmed 
with us for like three weeks straight, literally like 24 seven. They and would then, be there when we wake up in the morning. Like until we go to pee. Bed yeah, like you have to pee and they're like waiting outside the door for you. Like it was constant, like constant. Um, but they only show it's like 23 minutes or something like that. And it's so and, little. So you just have we no don't, idea. And we don't see it mm-hmm. until the whole world sees it, you know, at the same yeah. time. But yeah. it actually ended up being so, very, like a very successful episode. And so because of that, um, because I was different and wasn't like every other Sweet Sixteener, they ended up wanting us to come back and be on Exiled. So mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's super cool. So you talk a little bit about, yeah, not being able to see it until it airs. This was in like the really beginning of reality TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, like, what were your thoughts at the time about reality TV? Did you know that it could springboard into like a, a life lifelong career or did you just want to have a fun experience? Yeah, at the time it was just, you know, about my sweet 16. It wasn't about anything yeah. else. Yeah, no, I had no idea. And like, it was, it was so different back then. And it was only, yeah, I was on the fourth season, but somehow the show, mm-hmm. it was still so big. Everyone remembers the episode somehow. I'm 32 now, like 32, but people are still talking about what I did when I was 16, which is crazy. And they recognize her even when she had yes. blonde hair. Yeah, I used to have blonde hair. I'm brunette. I'm 32. And people still are like, I'm a girl from Sweet 16. I'm like, you're like, and people still judge you for something you did when you're 16 Mm -hmm. years old. I'm like, you know, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I never would have expected that. Never. (laughs) Yeah. And Dawn, you talked a little bit about uh, your husband's and like apprehension of having the, the TV show on. Was that just because, well, you said that the, you know, because there had been three seasons prior, you kind of knew the reputation. Yes. But I'm just curious, like, were you also nervous because it was a group of teenagers and you you two wouldn't have been there throughout the whole process? Like that, giving up, I feel like, like my parents would not want a camera on me when <laughs> I was 16. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I wasn't worried about Cher having a camera on her all the time because Cher is just a very sweet, good-natured down-to-earth girl and she just wanted this big party that I was planning anyway to have and we were planning it together so we were just looking at it in a very positive manner also yeah my dad like was very at the time like against it and so I remember the way you used to apply is you had to fill out this whole long application and then they had you take a video of yourself on like a VHS and my, you had to like- Remember those it. big camcorders. Yeah. Yes. And my mom yes. followed me around. Yes, it was so like those yeah. huge camcorders. My mom followed me around the house and I had to like give a tour of my house as if I was on MTV's Cribs. And then I had mm-hmm. to send in this VHS tape through like snail mail, just send it in. Like you couldn't just <laughs> download it and send it. You had to like send it through the mail. It was like totally different yeah. back then. Um, we just did it together I mean my husband didn't help because he he was you know he wasn't for it right and you can't edit it like there's no editing or anything back then it's like what you see is what you get Um, what you get (laughs) it was just so different Uh, which I kind of love like that was just like how things used to be before YouTube before any of that so really cool Yeah. yeah 
Yeah, that is so cool. (laughs) One of the big notable moments in the episode was the earrings shopping. (laughs) And I watched both of your YouTube reaction videos to that scene. And I thought it was so interesting. So if if listeners hadn't watched the episode, Don and Cher go shopping for like a special birthday gift. They choose a pair of $13,000 earrings. And it's so funny because I feel like Cher, your reaction now was like, who would give a pair of that extensive of earrings to a child? (laughs) It's just, yeah. yeah, I lose everything. It's really refreshing. Yeah, it's because I lose everything. And I'm like, I don't, I I appreciate that I love you, but I did not, I didn't deserve it because I lose everything, you know? Um, I felt that it would go down generations. She would have it forever. And it's something, it's like an heirloom. It's just something very special. And, you know, some people love designer bags and other things. And I said, this was something she'll have. She could give to her daughter someday or, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like that. So. (laughs) Yeah. Is that still the plan with the earrings? Yeah, my daughter. (laughs) Luckily, they have not been lost. Um, They are, you know, I took good care of them. But yeah, I don't think any 16-year-old deserves uh, (laughs) $13,000 earrings. I appreciate it, but, um, you know. Yeah, I, now that I'm older yeah. and I like I, I work and I make my own money, I, mm-hmm. I appreciate things on like a whole new level. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> One of my other questions was, and you both have already kind of mentioned that you were doing the planning together, but how many of the, like you had a musician, you had a dance routine, you had outfit changes. There was obviously the theme. How much of those were your both of your ideas and how much was that like production being like well we need it bigger or um this would be really showy let's do something it was totally our idea we planned the party totally together she loved magic so I said hey let's get a magician on it and learn the behind the scenes and let her be the let she be the assistant for the magician. So yeah, she learned I all the <laughs> tricks and the trades of the, of a magician and still won't tell to this day. <laughs> yeah, it, okay. you know, I, have, I have to give my mom so much that. credit though because she really planned like most of it. She was the best. Um, I was away on this like teen tour and so I couldn't plan too much. My mom mm-hmm. like did such an amazing mm-hmm. job, but we really did it all together. Um, and it was really special and fun just like getting to plan this big party. And it was, it was really Mm -hmm. so much fun doing it for sure. You know, it's fun doing something with your daughter, with your child, and it brings you even closer, you know, because you're planning it and you're, and you're saying your ideas and my ideas and how to make it work. Mm -hmm. And I love parties, you know, parties are fun. Mm -hmm. So why not? And, you know, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. One of the questions I'm always asked by, like, viewers is, um, did MTV help pay for this Sweet 16? And MTV doesn't Mm. pay for anything. They don't pay us. They don't pay for the show or for the Sweet 16, anything. And back then, this was before Instagram, before YouTube. So nothing is sponsored or anything. And it was so real. And I think that's why they probably – can't have the show now because everything would be like sponsored or you know you get the menu for free because it's on tv but back then it wasn't like that at all right um so it was like a real true 
sweet 16 birthday party that just happened to be on TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. That's so, that's so yeah. cool. Do you plan on doing a big sweet 16 for your daughter? Oh, uh, if she wants one, then <laughs> definitely. Uh, I feel like I have to. I owe it to her that like I was given this amazing experience, these amazing memories that if I'm, you know, if that's something that she wants, then, you know, definitely my mom and me and well, Belle, my daughter, will all be planning it together. <laughs> That's for sure. That. <laughs> yes, yes. I, love I mean, that. Cher had a beautiful big wedding after that. I mean, that mm-hmm. was even unbelievable. And we planned that together. So that was special. That's so mm-hmm. fun. You should both go into like a party planning. <laughs> I know. That should I be your, about it. your next site. Yeah, your next <laughs> well, project. Honestly, we had so much fun doing it. I was like, Maybe we should do it. We'll call it like my super sweet events, but no, yes. get into it. Oh my god, <laughs> trademark right? that. That's great. Yeah, I love that. Okay, that's so cool. Let's chat a little bit about Exiled. So two years after my super sweet sixteen, I think MTV reached out to you, Don, about having share on Exiled, which was where the sweet sixteeners would go to a remote country and or a remote place in a country and live amongst their people you were in Panama um what were your first thoughts when you were approached for the show um when they called me on the phone to tell me that they want to have Cher I, I I understood because you know she was loved by the fans everyone loved her and I thought this would be a wonderful opportunity for her because she was going off to college anyway and was going to be on her own so it would be a learning experience of how to be on your own and survive on your own and um, life is about making memories and, and having experiences and learning from them so I said why not yeah that's so cool. But I wasn't allowed to tell her until until the the camera crew was here, the production crew was here, and I had to tell her then. And that was the hardest part is to keep this from her, that she's going to be shipped off to some <laughs> place and have to live amongst yeah. the tribes. Yeah, and imagine my yeah. surprise. I come in and there's like TV crew like everywhere, lights in the house, and I'm like, what is going on? And I had seen the show prior Exiles, but I never thought they would pick me to be on it because I like I MTV had given this like MTV's best friend award, like my Super Sweet 16 best friend award, and like I received that. People would vote on like who they'd want to be most likely to be best friends with or who's the nicest, and I won like a few of those awards and so I never thought I would be like exiled and so when they were there I was like oh my gosh like what is going on um but honestly at first I was very like unsure if this was something that I would want to do I mean going and living Mm. with a tribe not knowing anybody they didn't speak English you have no idea it's gonna be hot Mm. or cold or anything um but after doing it it was honestly probably one of the best experiences of my life and and life-changing as well yeah because again I saw on your YouTube channel you were talking about how you still even keep in Mm -hmm. touch with some of them like that is so wild like I I just love yeah it's just so cool that you had an experience Mm -hmm. like that yeah definitely I mean it taught me so much and just really 
shaped me being having to live in those Mm -hmm. conditions and the people were Mm -hmm. just so kind and happy and I just I really learned a lot from them and yeah that was just such an Mm -hmm. amazing experience so in between my super sweet 16 and exiled did you think about like continuing and like pursuing a tv career or you just went back to school yeah (laughs) going to college and it just kind of fell into your lap yeah honestly like I enjoyed doing things in front of the camera but I was going to college like I did MTV Super Sweet 16 and then Exiled which I wasn't able to like sign up for anything my my mom kind of signed me up and then after that (laughs) I started college right away and on the last night of Exiled I had to get henna tattoos all over my body from head Mm -hmm. to toe and that kind of initiated me into the tribe and I then became like a an Embera tribe woman. And I started my first week of college with henna tattoos all over me. And I remember people looking at me like, who is this girl like covered in henna tattoos, um, literally all over my body. And so, um, no, I just, I was going to college. I went to college. I became a registered nurse. Um, I was a mm-hmm. you know professional cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I got married, living with my husband. And then after that, um, this next opportunity came about. But You know, it wasn't really the plan, but we've enjoyed the ride for sure. Nice. So let's talk about Smothered, Mm -hmm. the the TLC show that you are both on currently. Uh, Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about like what the the premise of Smothered is? Yeah, sure. Um, Smothered is about mother and daughter relationships who are usually more over the top, extremely, extremely close relationships. When my mom and I applied um, for the show, they were casting for mothers and daughters who were just best friends. My mom and I got put on the show, cast on the show before we even knew it was going to be called Smothered. So um, (laughs) when the show came out, we're like, oh my gosh, what did we sign up for? (laughs) Um, Because my mom and I always thought our relationship was normal, just super best friendy now we're learning it's not so normal it's just very over well the to top. us it's normal <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yeah but it's just and just very yes. over the top um but it's about over the top mother-daughter relationships and it's very interesting you get to see a lot of different and unique relationships um and it's been really mm-hmm. fun yeah was there a difference between filming with mtv and filming with tlc um, you know, back when it was MTV, it was it was different because reality TV was kind of just starting. So you they filmed a lot longer time span for a very short mm-hmm. episode versus TLC. They kind of shoot a little here, a little there. It's not like a long time, I would say. But you know, something interesting about Smothered is that um, the mothers and and daughter relationships that we see, we've actually never met any of them, um, which, and I always would love to meet them. I, I get to watch and it's so much fun. With MTV, we actually were on, um, it was MTV's Giveaway Suite 16, and I got to host that, and it was hosting, someone else was getting a Giveaway Suite 16, and we hosted it, um, and we got to meet some of the other Suite 16ers, and I still keep up with them to this day. And we actually had one of our one of the Sweet Sixteeners on our Chattermouth podcast, and we're actually coming out with that episode in two weeks. And we got to talk all about Sweet Sixteen, and it was so interesting to hear her perspective on the show versus mine, because we had totally different like experiences being on MTV. 
So, um, yeah, it was, it was very interesting to see how one filming experience could be so different from another. Oh, I'm excited. And this episode will air in two yeah. weeks. So check it out um, if... Yeah, it's probably already out when this oh, one perfect. comes out. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> so you talked a little bit, both of you, about good communication and being non-judgmental. But do you have any other like advice or kind of secrets to your close mother-daughter relationship? I think you really need to hear hear you hear each other not just like listen but really hear what the other one has to say I think that's very Mm -hmm. important and also not to be selfish be selfless you know really Mm -hmm. give your all and communicate you know of course communicate very Mm -hmm. important Mm -hmm. I say something that my mom does that I really love is that she's my mom but she's also my best friend and Some people say you can't be best friends with your mom, but I feel like why not? I still respect my mom as a mom, but I also will come to her as my best friend. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something that a lot of people should try to do because who can you trust more than, you know, the person who's seen you at your worst, been there for you at your best. So Yeah, that's really interesting. So when you say you're respecting your mom as your mom, like did you ever feel like when you were – younger like oh but like we're friends so like why are you telling me you can't I telling me I can't do this or like something like that that's a a great question I feel like we became even closer more on that best friend level when I became an adult um but even when I was younger like my mom wasn't going out like partying with me I still had rules (laughs) that I had to do like I still had to be home I still had a curfew I still had to respect her and listen to her um she was my best friend in the sense where I knew she'd be there for me no matter what but Mm -hmm. I still had to respect her as a mom there was that fine line and that balance and I think that is definitely an important point that you brought up that um you know mothers and daughters need because they need to respect you in order to really hear you and to listen to you. That's why you really have to wear different hats, you know? And like Cher was saying, yeah. it really is a fine line because, you know, during her teenage years, those are hard years to get through, I think, for a lot of mothers. Mm. And, you know, you have to still be a mom and you need to explain mm. to her when she's doing something that maybe you're not happy with and make her understand it mm. also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I love like everything you're sharing is I think um right on point. Like, yeah, to explain yourself so there's no miscommunication and mm-hmm. yeah, and um have those boundaries of of still mother daughter but grounded in respect and stuff. I I love yeah, that. Definitely. Okay, I, I have two more questions before we get to our weekly segments just cuz I'm done. these are more just for me. I guess one's not really a question. <laughs> per se but like again I watched your content like all of your content on your YouTube channel listened to the pod watched some clips from Smothered and I just feel like you two have really stayed really grounded and um like you still have a really open and honest personas do you have any I guess not advice but do you know you know kind of like what keeps you grounded even even throughout this, you know, TV experience. Oh, well, thank you so much for saying that. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It really is true. Like, I would not say that 
if I didn't believe it, I obviously you just nowadays you see so many people on reality TV and not like this has been, you know, the last kind of like 15 years of your lives. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just feel like it it maybe is sometimes harder to stay grounded. But I really I really yeah, see that shining through your your appearances and your podcast and stuff like that. Thank Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much for saying that. I really appreciate it. You know, it's interesting. People um, sometimes will say, they're like, you're too positive or you guys smile too much. And I'm like, you should never like smile too much, right? Where I always think about like I'm I feel really lucky to have people who care or who are interested in our lives and I feel lucky for that and I I sometimes I'll get messages on Instagram and they'll be like I saw you at Walmart but I was too scared to say hi and I'm like please say hi next time like I want to meet you and I love you know meeting the people who have you know watched us during these crazy times and um and we always hope other mothers and daughters have bonds we even wrote a book a bond that lasts forever yes to show other mothers and daughters that you know you can have a relationship with each other and it's not you know crazy or it's it's wonderful Mm -hmm. and in the book we Mm -hmm. teach them you know like what we went through and how we got this close Mm -hmm. and how they can get that close too yeah, that's a good point because I'm assuming it hasn't always been this way or this easy. Right. No. Right. We no, we go through different phases. I mean, we're we're normal. We do fight. Yeah. <laughs> we do have all. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. And, and you asked totally. how you know how we stay grounded, but you know, just because we're on TV doesn't make us any better than anybody else at all. In fact, we go through so much criticism just for being on a show and so I think you can't help but kind of take a step back and be like whoa like you know um so there's a lot of highs and a lot of lows that come along with being on tv and being on you know a reality show um but it's but it's been great and you know we love meeting and connecting with other mothers and daughters and being able to share our life and um you know we're excited to have a book and now to have this podcast where we can you know really communicate on a whole other level and just really try to let people see the real us and who we are and Mm -hmm. so it's been a great experience though good good I'm glad before we move on to the weekly segments I have to ask because skincare comes up so (laughs) much on RTBP like we're big skincare heads us too that's right yes (laughs) yeah Yes. So what is your biggest skincare secret? And what do you suggest for people like you two, again, uh, 32 and 61, I believe, like, what are your what do you suggest for both of those age groups? Because um, I feel like at different times in your lives, you need different things. Well, I'll start here because this is right up my house. <laughs> I was just going to so, say, yeah. Mom, I'll let you take this away. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think you should start young, number one. I think mm. you should start as young as you can. Um, in your 20s, you should start taking care of your skin. And by what I mean by that is stay out of the sun. I know the sun is pretty when you have the tan for the big one week. But later, Mm -hmm. you have to think of the future. It's very, very Mm -hmm. bad for the skin. It's bad for wrinkles. It's bad for skin cancer. There's nothing good that comes from sun. So I would say stay out of the sun and start young. 
you know, mm-hmm. don't wait. And then I would say drink plenty of water to cleanse the skin and that you could do at any age. And, uh, and if you're not pregnant or planning to get pregnant, I would say use Retin-A and start that young too, because mm-hmm. Retin-A to mm-hmm. me is the gold of skincare, you know, to keep the skin yeah. doing well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. A retin retin uh, a. I think in Canada we just call, retinoids. You have like tre- calling it the tre- yeah retinoids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know there's a few different names like tretinoin. Yes. Stuff like that. Oh, that's, but yes. That's um, it. yes. Yeah. I think if if you go to a dermatologist or a GP, you can get a prescription for right um, medical grade uh, retin. Yes, retinoids. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I love that. Yes, and also when you're taking so, care of your skin, also take care of your neck. You know, just not just yes. the face. Go down yes. <laughs> yes. to the neck. Yeah. I saw a picture of someone who had just been putting sunscreen, like older woman who had just been putting sunscreen on her face and not her neck uh-huh. and the difference. And it scared me. Yes. Um, wow. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm really, now I'm like really putting it on my neck and on the top of my hands. Yes. When, yeah, doing my. Your skin looks very good. Yeah, you have a beautiful skin. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You do. I'm wor- working hard That's on awesome. it. The uh, vitamin C, hyaluronic acid, also yes. very good yeah yes so good and it, did you find your skincare on changed between 30 and 60 or do you think you relatively you know stayed the same for the last um handful of years well I'm always looking into new products you know to use on the mm. skin but I pretty much always use the retina a and um mm. now I use the vitamin c and 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 the uh, hyaluronic acid. So I use that too. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I feel like we're all on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> if I could look like an ounce like you at 61, <laughs> like, oh no, I, I put my my time yeah, in. Thank so you that's so what I'm much. aiming for. So <laughs> like, well, like, it takes work. Literally. And you gotta start young. <laughs> yeah. The consistency yes. is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a good reminder because I've been a little less consistent this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get back on the stick t- tonight. Yeah. tonight. <laughs> um, okay, we're at the part of the show where our two guests are going to name a petty weight champion of the week. Someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Let's start with you, Cher. Who are you nominating? Right. Should I tell you the whole story? Why? Yes, okay, yeah. so I'm nominating Enrique Iglesias because oh, I don't know okay. if you heard about this, this, but he shocked fans when he kissed one of his concert goers. He was um, posing <laughs> for photos at a meet and greet with a fan, and the fan, um, or he was kissing the fan on the cheek, and then she turned her head and started kissing him, and then he continued kissing back, and he started moving his hands <laughs> towards her back. But things took a twist, though, because he's actually been in a relationship with Anna Kornakova for the past 20 years. So fans were torn because some were like, I'm so jealous that this concert goer got to make out with him basically at a meet and greet. Other fans are mad because they're like, 
he should not be kissing anyone else because he's in a relationship. Doesn't matter if it's a fan, yeah. like, no. So definitely my nomination of the week. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. I haven't seen that, but I can't oh wait gosh. to Google it. <laughs> Once we're done yes, recording. It's all over TikTok. Like, it's crazy. Okay, like, I keep okay. seeing it. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's crazy. He was just kissing her cheek and he just turned head and like or she turns her head and she just starts like kissing him and he's like whoa (laughs) (laughs) that's wild yeah 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 Yeah, that's why I see and he's so private about his um I don't even know if they're married but his long-term partner they've been together 20 years they have I think they have kids together they're not married Mm -hmm. but she like took his last name on social media so they're official oh yeah so shouldn't be kissing anyone in my opinion no, not at know. all. It was it was weird. Yeah. I, don't like <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But yeah. other people are just super jealous of it. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah, that. I get that's that, like but... once in a lifetime. But yeah, that seems super yeah. weird because yeah, he has a, a yeah, kid. Um, so. definitely look it up on TikTok. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. And uh, Don, who would you like to nominate? Well, I think Leonardo DiCaprio. Because yes. yes, because he, I hear, you know, he's 47 years old and he dates only girls under 25 years old. And he, and now he was rumored seeing with a girl, a model, Gigi Hadid, who's 27. So that's like a big thing <laughs> right now. <laughs> Okay, that's so perfect. And you're right. That's so petty. He's like, yeah, you were talking about how I'm dating 25 year olds. It's so funny. People call themselves Leosexuals. Did you hear this? If they only will date someone like, you know, very young. Leosexuals. Yes. Yeah. Oh Um. my God. That's so funny. Yeah. That's a perfect nomination. And yeah, curious to see where that relationship goes. Cause yeah, they were spotted in New York Fashion Week and yeah. yeah, maybe she'll show up on his yacht in a in a, in a hot minute. <laughs> what will happen when she turns 28? I don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good question. Good question. Only time will tell. Right. Okay, it's finally time for this week in Petty, where our guests are gonna share a story about something that happened to them in their real lives that they're petty about. Uh, this time, let's start with Dawn. What are you petty about this week? Okay. So first, you have to understand <laughs> that Cher and I always speak every night before she goes to bed. She says goodnight to me, and she'll text me goodnight. So when she was away in school, I always wait for that text before, before I could actually fall asleep at night. So one night, I'm waiting by my phone, and I don't get a text. And it's one o'clock and it's 1.30. So then I call her like, hello, are you back in your room? I don't hear anything. I don't hear a text. Or, oh, how's it going? You know, I'm just texting her. And then two o'clock comes, I don't hear anything. I'm pacing the floor in my house. I'm like so nervous. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Three o'clock comes, I still don't hear anything. And I'm texting her, hello. Are you there? Are you okay? <laughs> Just text me you're okay and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. 3.30 comes and nothing. 4 o'clock comes and I'm saying, I can't take this anymore. I'm pacing the floors. I say to my husband, I'm going to drive two and a half hours to the University of Florida. 
and I'm going to see if she's okay because time is of essence. So I jump in my car at four o'clock in the morning and I'm driving as fast as I can. Where's a cop when you want one? Of course, nowhere. I wanted a cop to stop me, to escort me there. And then I had to go to the bathroom so badly, but I, nothing's open and I'm not going to stop. So I finally get to the dorm and I screaming, share, share. And I knock at the door, share, share. And she opens up the door and she goes, Ma, what's wrong? I go, I thought someone died. I didn't know whether to kill her or to kiss her. I was so happy she was okay. I said, you didn't text me. You didn't call me that you were back in your room. That's Ugh. so funny. That's terrible. That's so, do you remember like what was? Oh my god! I'm sure you remember. We're just studying or out. You know, at I a just party like or was watching like- a movie and fell asleep. It like wasn't a big <laughs> yeah. deal. And she shows up screaming, like screaming, shit, shit. I literally thought someone died. I'm like, who died? I like start ball. I start bawling. I thought someone was dead, and she's like. You're, you didn't text me. And I'm like, oh <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Always text her that's, back. Yes. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I watched, so funny. I feel like my... Well, I watched... Oh, go ahead. Go I ahead. watched too many of those criminal shows. You know, yeah. that's going to my head. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And when your kid's away at college and... Um, out of the house and stuff like that. It's scary. Yes. I get it. I get it. Yeah, my mom says the same thing when I lived at home and she was like, I won't fall asleep until I hear, you know, your footsteps yes. in, in yeah. the room of us. So, so you get it. <laughs> yes, I get it. Yes. Okay, and Cher, what are you petty about this week? Okay, so my husband and I, well, it's not, didn't happen this week, but recently, my husband mm. and I, Okay, okay. Good. so my hu- yes, yeah. <laughs> um, so my husband and I were recently traveling to Thailand, and it was such a wonderful experience. But we had to take a tuk tuk, which is like one of their little taxis. To um, we wanted to go to a Thai temple, so we get in the tuk tuk and we tell the guy where to go, and we notice he's going the totally wrong way. So my husband tells him, and he's like, "Hey, you're going the wrong way, and you need to go the other way." And the guy got so mad that my husband was like telling us him where to go. He took us back to where we started. So we're like, okay, mm-hmm. like you're just dropping us back where we started. So we get off and we are like, all right, and then we're leaving. Cause he was so, he's like, get out, get out. And so we get out, we start walking away and he's like, you need to pay me. And we're like, why are we paying you? Because you literally just dropped us back off where we started. And he started to like, yeah. he was like, F you. And, um, so we decided to like leave, like this is getting scary. And he started like literally following us throughout the whole like bazaar, which was like a, um, this like big little mm. festival, just like following us the whole way. Um, so I feel like he was really the petty one, but I was petty because I'm like, he dropped us back <laughs> off where yes, he, he dropped us back off in the same place and still wanted us to pay him. I just couldn't understand that. Yeah. So who's in the wrong here? I feel like he definitely was, but I don't know. I was really upset. So I'm like, this ruined our night. Now we can't go to the place yeah. we wanted to go to. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's tough because you never found out why he was taking you in the opposite direction. No, he was, I don't know what that was about and why you drop us back off in the same place and still request payment. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's tough sometimes when you're in a place and you're like, I don't speak the language. And it's good to check though, because sometimes I'm always a little nervous when you're traveling that, um, you know, if you're going in the right direction. Yeah. No, it is. It's scary. It's definitely, definitely a little scary. (laughs) Dawn, do you think the tuk tuk driver or your daughter was <laughs> was the petty one in this situation well i i think that my the tuk tuk driver shouldn't have asked for money when mm-hmm. he was bringing he her right back anything. to the right oh. place he didn't <laughs> yeah. not doing anything you know? i hope everyone yeah. agrees with me because <laughs> yeah. i feel like he didn't take me where yeah. i wanted to go and just drop me back off yes i mean yes. she would have paid if he if he I took her where she wanted yeah. to go of course so of course paid, but dropping me back off where i started does not yeah require payment in my opinion yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But it it is fun when sometimes we have people share and then we'll do like a poll on our yeah. Instagram or something yeah. and they'll like weigh yeah, in. No, I'm but... totally curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going um, traveling this week and I'm, you know, you just get ner- the nerves of, um, yeah, miscommunications totally. and yes. um, lost directions. Oh and Where are you going? You just don't want to look like the person. Yes. Um, I'm going to Germany and um, Austria. Oh, how nice. So cool. Yeah. Take me with you. Yeah. That sounds so yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm really just excited. To travel for fun? Yeah, um, for Oktoberfest. So um, cool. Yeah, I went, I've yeah, been before to visit some family. So oh, fun. really? Yes. I Oh, actually, crazy story. So I went to Oktoberfest, yeah. um, and right before I went, I went to a psychic, and she told me that I was going to be going to Europe, and I had no plans to go to Europe. This was, like, months earlier. She's like, you're going to Europe in October. And I was like, I'm not going. And then a week before Oktoberfest, my brother was like, hey, do you want to come to Oktoberfest? And my husband and I were like, yeah, let's go. And so we went, and then I was, like, going through papers when I came home, and I found this old paper from this psychic that said, like, you're off October. And I was like, wow. I love that. I love that type of stuff. That's so cool. That's so cool. Very cool. This was so much fun. Thank you both for spending the last hour with me. I super appreciate it. Thank you for having us. It was wonderful. (laughs) Yes. Good. I'm glad. Can you share with the listeners where they can find you on social media and anything else you want to plug? Definitely. Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Cher Hubshire, and you can follow my mom on Instagram at dawn.hubshire and TikTok at dawnhubshire. And you can follow our podcast. It's called Chattermouth Podcast. You can go to chattermouthpodcast.com for more information or check out our book at abondthatlastforever.com. And follow us on YouTube as well. My mom and I do some, you know, our fun daily rituals. Uh, Just look up Cher Hubshire or Dawn Hubshire and it'll come up. (laughs) So thank you so much. This was so much fun. It was fun. Thank you. I'm so glad. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Cher and Dawn who joined me on today's episode. If you are looking for more RTBP content, You can find it over at (laughs) patreon.com. By the time this episode comes out, there should be already two episodes there, access to our Discord channel, 
and more. So if you're looking for more content, more community, join us at patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.